Hello, 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 and welcome back, Madcaps and everyone else, to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast, with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Mm-hmm, that's right. Now, <clears throat> welcome back. Thank you for joining. Been a crazy couple of weeks here at the Madhouse MK. Uh, to begin, got my back door scoped out, if you know what I mean. That's right. Good old colonoscopy. Ha. Tummy issues lately, but much worse. So finally got back to a specialist, which is a gastro. It's a good thing. Had one when I lived in Iowa. Now getting one here. Uh, just to make sure I'm on the up and up and stay that way. And uh, on top of that, it, I got stomach issues going on. The wife dealing with her migraine shit again. She has migraines, but uh, she got on that one prescription um, specifically for migraines. Don't remember the name of it, but it helped, right? But lately, it's been worse. Again, kind of same with me. So, and you know, the old saying, I, mean, I think it's more a recovery saying, but uh, can't both be sick at the same time, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Can't both be sick at the same time. And we are. It's no good. It's no good. <sighs> Gotta tell you, tummy and head issues, they just suck. They suck. Know what else sucks? Work. Now listen to this, Madcaps. Get this shit. So, how does that work? Who's going to inquire about a raise, right? But before I could, one of the main managers goes by the name of Ethan. I don't, I don't know what happened there. You just take Nathan and rip off the N. Uh, yeah, not sure what happened to that name. But anyway, this dude asked me how much I make. I tell him, I'm going to try and get you some more money. If you don't hear anything in a few weeks, let me know. A couple of paychecks go by, nothing. So I decided I would talk to the manager I do like, Zach, the Z-Man, the one I do feel like cares, has my back, the one I was going to talk to about a raise in the first place. So I talked to him, told him the situation. He talks to Ethan who then tells him he never said anything to me about a raise. What? What? Excuse me? I'll come again. Oh, please repeat yourself. What was that? Huh? You never spoke to me about that shit? Huh? Sometimes I feel like people want me to lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> but I don't think they do. I really don't think they do. I, I just like, what the fuck? Generally, not everyone, but so many people in power are just extra shitty, it seems. Some, I imagine, the power did it to them. Many, I suppose, were that way before because who 
who wants the power, really? I, ah. People in power are extra shitty. Examples can be found throughout the government in this country and many others. <laughs> and at the highest levels. But so work has been kind of, you know, not fun because I've dealt with, because I've had to deal with this raise bullshit. On top of that, I spend, you know, a good amount of time outside at work, cooking outside. And it is hot. It's been hot. Well, as I'm sure many of you know, because of holy heat wave from hell, you know, it's hot, fucking hot, record breaking heat across the globe. Europe, I mean, it's, 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 ugh, ugh. Yeah, now, now people are ready for cooler weather. Now I hear people like, when can we get the summer over with? I'm always the one before the summer, like, not a big fan of summer. Give me fall. That's my tops. Winter, spring, those go next. I'm not sure in which, which order, probably spring. But I don't dislike winter. I have days during the winter that I dislike. <laughs> Those days where it's extra fucking cold. You feel it in your bones, particularly me. It's not like I have a ton of meat on these bones. You know, not a very thick individual myself. More on the slimmer side, you know. So... Don't got a lot of, you know, homegrown insulation when it comes to cold weather, but I can bear it for the most part. Just the, really, it's the days when it's cold as hell, but then also windy as fuck. I can't take it. Because that cold wind is just like, cuts right through me like a sword. Like, that's right through me. like <sighs> So winter has its moments. I suppose that'd be number three. But yeah, I'm not big on summer. It gets too fucking hot. I better here than where I used to live in Iowa. It gets too fucking hot. All the bugs come out, ready to party. I'm not particularly scared of any of the wasps. Wasps got me ever since I was a little kid. And a wasp got into the pocket of my pajamas and stung me twice, because those can, wasps can do that. They can do that. And I was on my way to my friend's house to pick up a video game that I had rented, because I had to take it back. Now I realized as soon as I got there, some of you may have heard this story, and his mom opens the door, and I'm like, I think I got stung. And she was like, well, pull down your pants, let me see your leg. I'm not wearing any underwear. Well, then run home to your mom. So I did. It's sad. It's horrific. I remember just opening my pocket and seeing that fucker in there with his ass buried into my leg. <sighs> yeah, so, so. Get out of here with the wasps. But the, the bugs don't otherwise really freak me out. It's more, they're annoying as fuck. Just annoying. So annoying. 
eat the bugs. Just, yeah. <clears throat> I'm ready for fall. I was ready for fall before, you know, summer even started. So glad to have so many of you back on board with Let's Go Fall. Again, record breaking heat across the globe. And I don't know if any of you saw across social platforms. If you saw any of the uh, circulating clips about the uh, Don't Look Up movie compared with a real live news clip, which is pretty fucking hilarious. I'm not sure um, if I'm allowed to play shit like this, but you know what? We're just going to do it anyway. Here you go. Uh, are we not being clear? We're trying to tell you that the entire planet is about to be destroyed. Okay. okay. Um... Well, it's, um, you know, just something we do around here. You know, we just keep the bad news light. Oh, you see, John, you're outside enjoying yeah. the sunshine. It's not too hot, is it? No, it's, it's absolutely lovely. It's, what, 20 degrees out here. It's perfect. But um, on a serious note, folks, um, by early next week... You can scrap 20 degrees, it could well be 40 degrees. I think there will be hundreds, if not thousands, of excess deaths early next week. The charts that I can see in front of me are frightening. So we all like nice weather, but this will not be nice weather. This will be potentially lethal weather for a couple of days. It'll be brief, but it'll be brutal. Oh, so, John, you know, but... we can... We, Oh, yeah. oh, so this is so, John. I want us to be happy about the weather and every single. I don't know whether something's happened to meteorologists to make you all a little bit fatalistic and, and <laughs> harbingers of doom, because all of the broadcasts, particularly on on the BBC, every time I've turned on anyone's talking about the weather, they're saying that there's going to be tons of fatalities. But haven't we always had hot weather, John? I mean, wasn't the '76, the summer of '76, that was as hot as this, wasn't it? Uh, no. Uh, and, you know, we are seeing more and more records, more and more frequently and more and more severely. Uh, so, yeah, some people always hark back to the summer of 76, which was a freak event 40 odd years ago, over 40 years ago. Uh, but heat waves are becoming more extreme. This is yet another one which is coming down the track towards us. <laughs> that fucking lady. A bit fatalistic. I... <laughs> Haven't we always had hot weather, John? Haven't we? Haven't, John? It's this always been hot weather, the summer of 76. The blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Climate change denies is there something. I mean, I mean, let's just look at it this way. Okay, I'm going to make it very simple. Let's just say they're right. And humankind has nothing to do with it at all. Does that make it any less worrisome? I actually feel like that makes it more worrisome. That path seems shittier. Because at least this we know we're part of the problem. We can do things to become less of a problem to our planet. There's the steps we can take, right? 
But if it's not our fault at all, this is just natural shit and evolution of the planet and the universe and blah, blah, blah. If, the, if that's all it is, well, well, it seems to me like we're fucked then. I don't know. I just, uh, yeah. Let's just say they're right. It's not our fault at all. There's still some shit going on. See, <laughs> I do. I mm, baffles me. I don't know. I don't know. I do. I really. They can deny all they want. But look all, all over the globe, and there's evidence the planet is in danger. And I think the fact that humans are partly responsible actually allows for, you know, action to be taken to attempt to reverse it. Just my opinion. We have a plan of action. There's things we can do to help. And you know me, that's all I say. You just got to help. Mass. They don't work at all. They have a little. I don't care. You could still get COVID if you got the vaccine. I don't care. The vaccines help. <sighs> help. It helps. Helps. Anyway. For those people, the climate change denier types, they are, those people are crazy about all sorts of shit, right? <laughs> because they tend to fall in, and you know, the same group, um, extreme righties, you know, those types. <laughs> they, I, I just, conspiracy theories, right? And, and a God, oh yeah, God. But big on conspiracy theories, um, you know, the flat earthers, earthers, the flat earthers, <laughs> toss them in that group. A lot of people who don't like science, anti-vaxxers, you know, shit like that. A lot of those people reside on the right. And you have this thing with the Georgia Guidestones being blown up and then just completely dismantled, right? Um, now, if you don't know what the Georgia Guidestones are, these, these granite monoliths inscribed with cryptic messages. And uh, they were blown up, and it's in rural Georgia, and by unknown individuals, but it's been kind of dubbed America's Stonehenge, right? And it was around 1970, a man named R.C. Christian commissioned the project to make this on behalf of a group of out-of-state Americans who wanted to remain anonymous. And Christian's real identity was like keeping it secret, so people took an oath to keep it secret. But the, these guidestones were supposed to be like a moralistic appeal to humanity. And 10 guiding principles were etched onto these stones. 
and it's repeated in eight languages, four upright slabs, and uh, you know, the righty conspiracy theorists <laughs> um, have issues with a couple with a couple of uh, of things on <laughs> on these tablets. Uh, two entries that um, you know have quote unquote raised eyebrows. This is a great article in the Washington Post about this shit. Uh, I will of course put it in the show notes if, if I remember. But these two entries, one calling for world's population to be capped at 500 million, which is weird because uh, around that time there was about 400, or not 400, 4 billion humans alive in the 70s. So they also encourage reproduction to improve fitness and diversity. So, you know, this gets the righty conspiracy crazy people's <laughs> like alex jones has hopped on this shit um to point to you know more of his globalist scheme shit and and hey i've said before if there was some secret organization running the world I, that one i would not be surprised about it's where a lot of these other fuck it's where these people take this shit it's the other places they go with this shit that i have problems with it's for another time. <laughs> and then it's in, a, he was in a 2008 documentary where he said this, these were evidence that global elites were plotting to enslave most of the world. And during the coronavirus, coronavirus pandemic, misinformation circulated that linked the emergence of the virus to the Guidestones. <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene's been up in this shit. Population control and all this. It's... <laughs> so a lot of conspiracy theorists believe these things not to be good. So I, I'm just going to take a while guess what happened to them or who blew them up. <laughs> somebody or somebody's that... Uh, probably likes them some Trump and some God. <laughs> Blue part of that shit up. There's, there's a movement going on in this country, Madcaps. And it has way more steam than it should in my personal, humble fucking opinion. And it's, this shit is layered with conspiracy theories and the like, and oh yeah, God and more God. And it's scary shit. Shit your pants kind of scary, if you think about it. Really is. Maybe get into it a little. You know, all that said, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Right back. shit your pants scary and apologies but i got one more on that front then hopefully a little fun 
like anybody see across the socials recently this uh watchman decree video some sort of conference i, I refuse to play it I'm not going to give them any sort of notoriety or any exhibit I, i'm going to talk about it because it's fucking nuts it is fucking nuts the shit that is said in the statement okay first the, the decree okay so first of all it's a whole bunch of conservative christians marjorie taylor green was there uh and just this big event it's called a flashpoint live event it was in georgia and the host gene bailey urged the christian audience everyone watching to join together and recite what he called the watchman degree De degree decree decree not degree <laughs> so <clears throat> it's some pretty freaky stuff he's talking about how conservative christians are god's governing body on earth not even just america the united states earth and they have legal power legal power from heaven is what he says to destroy every attempted advance of the enemy this is some of the shit they say we decree that america's executive branch of government will honor god and defend the constitution we decree that our legislative branch, Congress, will write only laws that are righteous and constitutional. Oh, by the way, everyone in the audience chiming along. Insanity. Talk about cult. Fucking you. <laughs> they also say, we decree that our judicial system will issue rulings that are biblical and constitutional. We declare that we stand against wokeness the occult and every evil attempt against our nation. That's a good talking point with the far right. Stand against wokeness. Which Woke, woke, I'm gonna get into that in a second. We declare and now take back our God-given freedoms according to our constitution. We declare that we take back influence at the local level in our communities. We decree that we take back and permanently control positions of influence and leadership in each of the seven mountains. We decree that the blood of Jesus covers and protects our nation and protects and separates us for God. And there's lots more shit in this. But uh, this is essentially them saying government needs to adhere to God. Uh, they must have forgot about freedom of religion. Um, but this is, this is a scary vision of what Christo-fascism <clears throat> would be in this nation. They want the country run, not to, and not just according to the Bible, for God, or whatever, however they want to put it, but their own interpretation of the Bible and God and all of that. And again, freedom of fucking religion. You cannot make me, cannot make me live by your god fuck off and this and again this shit has too much momentum too much momentum the roe 
Wade decision, that was a victory for these people because, damn it, God doesn't want us killing babies. I've spoken before on fascism. Two core traits of the fascism. Extreme nationalism, you know, this big patriotism and uh, murk. The intertwining of religion and government would be the other, which is this Christo-fascist bullshit that you see in this video. Christo, 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 Christo. I mean, I, it's, ugh. wake up, people. This isn't fear mom. This is like, it's not fear and mongering when it's history repeating itself. It's it. We've seen this kind of shit before. And by the way, speaking of waking up, woke, I love the anti-woke people who, like these fuckers, uh, who will also tell you to wake up. <laughs> We're anti-woke, but you must, quote unquote, wake up and see the truth. Okay. But when it comes right down to it, Madcaps, it, it, I've said this previously, we have to stop this shit dead in its tracks right now before it does get any more momentum. We're already in trouble, uh, you know, in the government level because of gerrymandering and the way they're trying to uh, fuck with, you know, voters' rights. I mean, it's ridiculous. We need to try and put an end to it before it goes further. Otherwise, we're in trouble. And me and the fan. We might head up north, Canada, oh, maybe even some random far off island, you know. Speaking, speaking of random far off islands, <clears throat> have you ever heard of Sentinel Island, madcaps? Little tiny island here in India. It's got like, it's, uh, it's been mainly able to stay isolated. And this is due to, it's got a very shallow reef, no like natural harbors. Um, it's off of trade routes, things like that. And there's a peoples, the Sentinelese, I think is how you say it. They live there and they do not like outsiders at all. Um, there's a great article from 2018 in Forbes. Um, everything to know about the history, um, about the attempts from outsiders to contact these people. Um, how aggressive they are towards outsiders. <laughs> and um, then there was this John Allen Chow, Mr. Chow. Um, he's an American tourist and he felt the need. This kind of ties in with the theme. He felt the need to go teach these people Christianity. He was going to save them by teaching them all about Jesus and the Bible. And he was killed for it. And uh, he did manage to get a couple of trips in before he ultimately met his end. But uh, these people don't want to be fucked with. And this is not the only group of people like this, not the only tribe. Did. It's crazy that here on Earth, still, plenty of shit to explore, plenty of shit we don't know about. And I get it. And one way you want to go, hey, people, shit's way better than where you at. 
But then you have to wonder, is it really? <laughs> Maybe they got the right idea. Maybe they do. Earth is a crazy place, madcaps. That's why we got to protect it. I mean, really, the whole universe, crazy place. The Earth, about a speck in, in reality. I mean, have you seen the new images from that from that new James Webb telescope? They look amazing. You see these ones? And see, now I feel like, have I talked about this already? No, I can't have talked about it already because I haven't potted since this shit happened. Anyway, losing my damn mind. Need a little bit of marijuana. Here we go. Yummy. Anyway, saw some pictures of uh, these new images compared to the old ones from Hubble. And man, what a difference. Holy shit, the Jupiter pictures. Have you seen these fucking things? It's like stills of like storms in the clouds. It, it, it's just, it's amazing. Don't you think all this time? And really in the grand scheme of things, it's not even that much time. So maybe that's how we should look at it. But it does feel like we've been working on shit for a while and like this is where we're at. <laughs> we're not much further. We need to get, especially with, you know, the way we're treating this planet. We got to figure this shit out before the billionaires find some secret way and fucking get out of here and leave us. Which really wouldn't be a bad thing if they all just went away, maybe left their money. Because you can't use it on another planet, so you might as well leave it. Maybe we'd all be all right. A bunch of the rich people just left their fucking money and went to live on another planet together. That would be fun. Don't think they'd make it long. <laughs> Musk and his musketeers off to Mars. Leaving the peasants behind. They perish on Mars. We take their money, do a lot of good things. <laughs> All works out in the end. I have no idea. But I'm totally off notes, off course. Uh, where was I at? Earth, Earth, it really, if you think about it, you look at it, like the Jupiter picture, like I said, it's insane to imagine what that planet would be like. Like if you could just find, like if you had a spacecraft that could handle any kind of weather, maybe it's got a force field, a spacecraft, there you go. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that the first place? Spacecraft with a force field so you could just fly through the insanity of Jupiter's weather, the clouds of Jupiter. It'd be great. And that would be an experience. They should do that for a ride. Getting off, to, off course again, but they really should. You know, the rides where you sit in the thing and it moves with the screen. They should do something like that, like traveling through Jupiter's clouds. That would be insane. They're just traveling the planets. That's what they should do. That's, that's what they should. Dude, take everything we know about the planets and you get a spaceship force field around it. It's a ride. See everything on the screen, but your little spaceship moves with it, right? Travel all the planets, go through the crazy weather and shit of each one. That'd be awesome. Awesome. Mm. 
But I say that, but then I got that Earth, not the craziest place in the solar system, but Earth might be the craziest place in the entirety of the universe because of humans. Reference my black sheep theory. <laughs> okay. Before we go, a little bit of entertainment chatter. I know it's been some doom and gloom, but again, we're watching history in some forms repeat itself. It's disturbing, but we move on for now, but we keep an eye on shit, right? Remain vigilant, right? Yes. But in entertainment chatter, there was, I, I did read about that show of Chappelle's that got canceled and everybody's kind of freaking out about cancel culture and shit again. And, you know, I, I go back to, I agree with Carlin, George Carlin. And this is a few pods ago when I played a clip of him talking about, he'll always fight for the right to be people for people to be able to say whatever the hell they want to say. However, he does disagree with the jokes on the underdogs, punching down. He, he doesn't agree with that. I feel exactly the same. Chappelle can say whatever he wants. I disagree with how he does it because I understand, I really do understand his bottom line message and that, you know, um, that other groups to him feel they're getting more rights than black people who've been fighting forever. And that's true. Black people have been fighting for freedom and it's still not equal and fair in this country. That's gotta be frustrating. What I don't agree with is, again, punching down on the underdogs, punching down on the other groups because they're minority groups as well. And, uh, you know, I just, like Carlin, I did, we should just be, we should be focused on those in power. But that's a lot of what's going on in this country, right? It's part of the divide. They got us divided in all sorts of issues. And, you, you know, as I've said, you're, 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 feel free to say whatever the fuck you want. Just know some things will have consequences. If you're out there being a racist asshole and it gets caught on video and your bosses at work see it, you might get fired. Hey, that's the consequences for your racial behavior, your racist behavior, right? That's a potential consequence. So, it, <clears throat> I mean, it, but to go and to like, I saw Kyle Kinane, one of my favorite comedians, very woke, might I add. <laughs> But I see he, some people on TikTok were trying to cancel him over his joke about a service dog. That is beyond me. That's go, that is going too far. And again, when it comes to Chappelle's show, if you have a show, I'll agree with this. If you have a show and it's Chappelle and you're a venue and people are complaining, I mean, those people aren't the ones going to that show. If they're pissed off, you're having it there in the first place. I, I just, this is where it goes to like, uh, because I don't agree with Chappelle at all, but that doesn't mean I like, I'll ju I'm just not going to go to a show. I'm not going to, you know, contribute financially in any way. Um, and so, you know, 
to each their own, whatever. <laughs> uh, like it, it's, it's one of those things for me, cancel culture is a whole gray area because I can see like where there is an aspect of, yeah, there's consequences for action. Say whatever the fuck you want, but sometimes shit you say is going to get you in trouble. That's all there is to it. But on the other hand, some of this shit is going way too far. And honestly, there's there's always going to be bigotry. I could, even after an apocalypse, there could be 50 humans left on this planet. And for sure, there's going to be at least one motherfucker that's prejudiced in one way or another. <laughs> that, that, that's the odds, if you ask me. At least one in 50. But again, now, now we're waging into the doom and gloom and, the, and the, you know, those waters. So I am excited uh, for some shows coming out since we're talking some entertainment. Uh, House of Dragons and the Rings of Power. And apologies if there's a little sound in the background. My, my computer's having issues and sometimes it gets... They just, I'm not even potting them that long or that much lately. And then it starts to get all high and then the fan kicks in and it makes a little extra. I'm tired of this. I need upgrades. You know what I mean? Upgrades at every level. <laughs> uh, except for my fan. My fan's good shit, but like house upgrade, car upgrade, equipment upgrade. Like you use like an organ upgrade. <laughs> anyway. But I'm very excited for these shows. I'm glad to have a Game of Thrones, one of my all-time favorite TV shows. Even though the last question, the last season definitely has some question marks. But love that show. Love A Song of Ice and Fire, the book series it was based on. And I love the Lord of the Rings shit. And, and I'm, I'm excited that we're getting more Lord of the Rings. And it's prequel stuff. I love this. And the House of the Dragons. Prequel stuff. I love prequel stuff. See, so many people hated the Star Wars prequels. And you know what? Fine, whatever. I understand. Some people didn't like Jar Jar Binks. I get it. You know, I personally, I didn't like the kid that played Anakin Skywalker. I thought he was not a good actor. I understand. He's a child. I'm not trying to bash the kid. Bashing the people that did the hiring. Was there really no better kid actor than that one to play Young little Anakin Skywalker. I just did it. I, I actually enjoy, I really do enjoy the Phantom Menace, the movie, but there are sometimes when I, that kid, I just want to go, man. How, how did they roll with this dude? Anyway, so I, I get complaints about the prequels, but to just trash them all together, that's it. Star Wars fans are way too picky about Star Wars. You can see that when they start complaining about. Black people being in it, for fuck's sake. Like, really? You're going to have a fucking issue. Star Wars has a million different species, and you're going to harp on Don't get me started. I consider myself a Star Wars fan. Some of these fuckers are out of their damn minds. <laughs> but but, but the, I've seen the new trailer for House of Dragons. Looks awesome. Same with Rings of Power. I'm so excited for both of you. And hey, is it me? Or does the new Predator look fucking fantastic? I mean, I, I was excited for the last couple. The Predator and uh, Predators. I, I was excited for both of those. Um, 
I enjoyed both of them, both not uh, awesome either. You, you know, could have been much better. This one with, with the Native Americans and, and their whole hunting mantra, and, and this looks good. It's called Prey. I mean, I'm excited for this, yes. And Jurassic Park Dominion is out to rent. So I'm gonna check that out. And uh, I, I might just as, be just as excited as my kids is for the Minions movie. I love me some Minions. I do get attached to some of the kids' cartoons. Like, not all of them, because they watch a whole bunch of shit. And a lot of it, I'm just like, okay, that's not my one you're playing in the background. I don't mind the SpongeBob, but some of the stuff, like, I think me some Minions. Some Monsters, Inc. The Cars movies are pretty good. I dig me some of that shit. So anyway. Nightmare Before Christmas, obviously. That's my shit. Dig some of that stuff. Dig some of that stuff. So the new Minions, that, that looks good. But finally, I'm going to close with this, especially because the fan on my computer seems to be getting louder. It could be just me. It feels like it's getting louder, and I feel like that's going to affect the audio. And I am not re-recording this whole fucking segment because my computer's being an asshole and I'll probably just do it halfway through again. But I'm going to get it fixed before the next pod. Do you hear it? Can you hear it? I hear it. It's like... Bastard computer. Fucking... <laughs> anyway. Finally. Last thing, and then I'm out of here. The G1 Climax. New Japan Pro Wrestling. If... You don't give a shit about wrestling. Uh, feel free to just get out the pot now. That's okay. I'm just going to hit this for a couple minutes and then get out so you ain't missing shit. If you do like programs, you need to be watching the G1 because it is the greatest programs of the entire year. It's already been, there's been three days so far. Uh, days one and two, very enjoyable. Day three, eh, struggled a little bit. A couple of matches that were kind of meh. And uh, I had to see my boy Tetsuya Naito lose. But the G1 Climax is like a round-robin tournament. And most of the time, they have an A block and a B block, 10 wrestlers in each one. Well, this year, it's the 50th anniversary of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So they're doing an extra G1, like a supersized. And so they have four blocks of seven wrestlers. So more blocks, more wrestlers. Um, but less matches for each wrestler so they can stay a little more fresh for their competitions, put on better matches. I think it's going to be phenomenal. And so far, like I said, day three had a couple of kind of matches, but for the most part, this tournament has been fun as shit so far. And I'm excited to see it continue. Um, I'll have to put, I got a big old poster board for the blocks and all that shit. If I think about it, I'll throw a picture of that in the show notes, maybe up on the socials. And uh, yeah, it's a good time to be a wrestling, a wrestling, a programs fan if, uh, if you're into that shit, because it really is, in my opinion, the best wrestling you get all year. There's, there's a handful of matches to me, every G1, that you're just like, man, that's those, those handful of matches just alone from that G1 is better than anything WWE is going to put out. And probably AEW too. I mean, AEW, I like a lot. And they have some killer matches, but man, this the the G1 produces some of my favorite shit of the whole year. So highly recommend it. Now, let's go ahead and end this tea party for my fucking computer catches on fire or something. And apologies again for the audio. And I'll get it fixed. I'll get it fixed. That's all I can do, right? Because I can't do the upgrade right now. Not yet. Working on it.
working on it. Soup. Make. Ah, MST party. Let's do it. Thanks for joining and listening. That's much appreciated. Good fun. This has been the MD Podcast. The Miscellaneous Podcast.